A suspended sentence is a sentence on conviction for a criminal offense, the serving of which the court orders to be deferred in order to allow the defendant to perform a period of probation. If the defendant does not break the law during that period and fulfills the particular conditions of the probation, the sentence is usually considered fulfilled. If the defendant commits another offense or breaks the terms of probation, the court can order the sentence to be served, in addition to any sentence for the new offense. United States In the United States, it is common practice for judges to hand down suspended sentences to first-time offenders who have committed a minor crime, and for prosecutors to recommend suspended sentences as part of a plea bargain. They are often given to mitigate the effect of penalties. In some jurisdictions, the criminal record of the guilty party will still carry the offense, even after probation is adequately served. It is important to note about a suspended imposition of a sentence is that it does not completely remove the conviction from a person's record. While it may be hidden from the public, it is not hidden from law enforcement. In other cases, the process of deferred adjudication prevents the conviction from appearing on a person's criminal record, once probation has been completed. In the federal system, judges' authority to suspend sentences has been abolished by the Sentencing Reform Act of 1984, through the United States Sentencing Commission, and upheld by Mistretta v. United States. United Kingdom A custodial sentence may, at the discretion of the sentencing judge or magistrates, be suspended for up to two years if the term of imprisonment is under two years and the offender agrees to comply with court requirements, which may include a curfew, performing unpaid work, and or engaging in an appropriate rehabilitation program. In 2017, 5% of convictions resulted in a suspended sentence, compared to 7% immediate custodial sentences. The sentencing guidelines indicate that it is appropriate for a sentence to be suspended if there is strong personal mitigation and or a realistic prospect of rehabilitation, but suspended sentences should not be used for offenders who pose a risk to the public or who have a history of poor compliance with court orders. A custodial sentence is a judicial sentence, imposing a punishment consisting of mandatory custody of the convict, either in prison or in some other closed therapeutic or educational institution, such as a reformatory, maximum security, psychiatry or drug detoxification, especially cold turkey. As custodial suggests, the sentence requires the suspension of an individual's liberty and the assumption of responsibility over the individual by another body or institution. The Criminal Justice Act 2003, England and Wales, states that to the court must not pass a custodial sentence unless it is of the opinion that the offense, or the combination of the offense and one or more offenses associated with it, was so serious that neither a fine alone nor a community sentence can be justified for the offense. Some serious offenses incur minimum custodial sentences, unless there are exceptional circumstances. Custodial sentences may also be used where there is a perceived threat to public safety. Community sentences are non-custodial and include fines, various mandatory but open therapy and courses, restriction orders and loss or suspension of civil rights. Periodic detention or weekend detention is a type of custodial sentence under which the offender is held in prison between Friday and Sunday evenings each week, but is at liberty at other times. Promoted by prison reformers as an alternative to imprisonment, periodic detention drew praise for allowing offenders to continue working, maintain family relationships, and avoid associating with more dangerous criminals in traditional prisons. It was also considerably less expensive to administer. A discharge is a type of sentence imposed by a court whereby no punishment is imposed. 
An absolute discharge is an unconditional discharge whereby the court finds that a crime has technically been committed but that any punishment of the defendant would be inappropriate and the case is closed. In some jurisdictions, an absolute discharge means there is no conviction on the defendant's record, despite the plea of the defendant. A conditional discharge is an order made by a criminal court whereby an offender will not be sentenced for an offense unless a further offense is committed within a stated period. Once the stated period has elapsed and no further offense is committed then the conviction may be removed from the defendant's record. United States. The meaning of absolute or conditional discharge does not exist as such in United States law. However, different jurisdictions within the United States have a variety of analogs. The most direct is the suspended sentence or sentencing to time served, meaning time spent in custody until sentencing. Many or most states also have alternative forms of adjudication for which a defendant may apply. Such measures are typically available only to first offenders facing non-felony charges and typically exclude certain types of charges, depending on the state. Such possibilities often include a guilty plea followed by a special form of probation, successful completion of which seals the public record of the case and expunges the offender's criminal record. Canada. In Canada, a discharge is a sentence passed in criminal court whereby an individual is found guilty of an offense but is deemed not to have been convicted. Although a discharge is not considered a conviction, a record of an absolute or conditional discharge is kept by Canadian Police Information Centre, CPIC, and by the charging police agency and is purged from the individual's police record after a period of time, one year in the case of an absolute discharge, three years for a conditional discharge. The Criminal Records Act states that except in exceptional circumstances, if the discharge is conditional, no record may be disclosed after three years. No conviction occurs, but the offender is required to fulfill certain conditions as part of the sentence. The offender is put on probation for a period of up to three years. In the case of a conditional discharge, an offender who fails to meet the conditions of the probation or commits another criminal offense during the probation period may be returned to court, have the discharge to be cancelled, and receive a criminal conviction and sentence for both the original offense and breach of probation. If the conditions of the discharge are met, it becomes an absolute discharge. A court may grant a conditional or absolute discharge only for offenses with no minimum penalty and a maximum penalty of less than 14 years. United Kingdom, England and Wales. In England and Wales, a conditional discharge is a sentence vitiating the finding of guilt in which the offender receives no punishment if in a period set by the court, not more than three years, no further offense is committed. If an offense is committed at that time, the offender may also be resentenced for the offense for which a conditional discharge was given. Pursuant Section 14 of the Powers of Criminal Courts, Sentencing, Act 2000 and R.V. Patel Yuka Crim 2689 The conditional discharge does not constitute a conviction unless the individual breaches the conditional discharge and is resentenced. The end of the rehabilitation period under the Rehabilitation of Offenders Act 1974 is the day when the conditional discharge order ends or immediately for an absolute discharge. Then, the offense is treated in law for most purposes, such as in court proceedings, employment, and insurance, as if the offender had not committed it. An absolute discharge is a lesser sentence imposed by a court in which no penalty is imposed at all. Exceptionally, However, a court occasionally grants an absolute discharge for a very serious offense when presented with extenuating circumstances, the signalman in the Thirsk rail crash, who was found guilty of manslaughter, is an example. That usually signifies that while a crime may technically have been committed, 
the imposition of any punishment would, in the opinion of the judge or magistrates, be inappropriate. In 2015, Hubert Cheshire was found to have sexually abused a choir boy, but a stroke and the onset of dementia made the court find that he was deemed unfit to plead and he was granted an absolute discharge. An initial request in 2015 to have Cheshire stripped of his honors was denied. In 2018, after an appeal to the victim's member of parliament he was stripped of most of his honors and a review into the honors system has been called for. A court passing a discharge may still order the defendant to pay compensation to a victim, pay a contribution towards the prosecution's costs, or be disqualified from driving. A court may grant a discharge only if it is inexpedient to inflict punishment and may not do so for certain firearms offenses or three-strikes offenders. The law on discharges is set out in sections 12 to 15 of the Powers of Criminal Courts, Sentencing, Act 2000. In 2008, 9,734 offenders were given absolute discharges, 0.7% of sentences, and 87,722 offenders were given conditional discharges, 6% of sentences. Section 247 further provides that an absolute discharge shall be deemed not to be a conviction for any purpose other than the purposes of the proceedings in which the order is made and of laying it before a court as a previous conviction in subsequent proceedings for another offense, and shall in any event be disregarded for the purposes of any enactment which imposes any disqualification or disability upon convicted persons, or authorizes or requires the imposition of any such disqualification or disability. However, courts can consider previous absolute discharges in the same way as they consider previous convictions. Sentencing guidelines define a recommended sentencing range for a criminal defendant, based upon characteristics of the defendant and of the criminal charge. Depending upon the jurisdiction, sentencing guidelines may be non-binding, or their application may be mandatory for the criminal offenses that they cover. By contrast, mandatory sentencing involves the imposition of legal parameters for criminal sentences, typically mandatory minimum terms of imprisonment. The sentencing guidelines enumerate aggravating and mitigating circumstances, assign scores based on a defendant's criminal record and based on the seriousness of the crime and specify a range of punishments for each crime. State sentencing guidelines vary significantly in their complexity, and whether they are non-binding or mandatory in their application. United Kingdom In England and Wales, the Sentencing Council, formerly the Sentencing Guidelines Council, sets sentencing guidelines, and in Scotland the Scottish Sentencing Council holds this responsibility. Canada Canada does not possess sentencing guidelines or a sentencing commission.